Welcome back to another episode of Joyful Grounds, a faith-filled podcast for coffee-loving women. I'm your host, Dolores Carter, a book-loving, coffee-drinking mom. Okay, guys, so whether you're warming up that cup of coffee for the first time today or the third, let's hop into today's episode. Okay, so did you guys know that the month of May is actually Mental Health um, Awareness Month? I don't know if you guys knew that. So um, for those who want to know, Mental Health Awareness Month is um, basically, it's been observed for May in the United States since 1949. Did you guys know that? It has been observed with media, local events, film screenings. Um, Yeah, it's pretty cool. It actually began, the Mental Health Awareness Month began in the United States, and um, it's actually been started by the Mental Health America organization. So I think that's pretty cool. And did you guys know, probably a Gen Zer or millennial, probably not millennial, probably a Gen Zer actually um, has a theme. So I don't know about the last year's themes, but this year's theme is called More Than Enough, which is actually the title of today's episode. As I was thinking about today's episode, um, like when I wanted to record it, I'm like, oh my gosh, not only is it Mother's Day, like weekend or, you know, coming off of Mother's Day, but also it's Mental Health Awareness Month and I haven't said anything about it. And for those who care to know, I have dealt with depression and anxiety quite a bit of my life, probably from the age of like seven, as long as I can remember actually. But I always like to say probably on the age of seven, there was like a distinct event that happened when I was like seven, eight, nine. And I felt like um, that just like had a huge part to play in to my mental health. So mental health awareness month being in May and just in general, it means a lot to me because it's actually, it feels like the one month where like you can talk freely about mental health and like no one, everyone's going to listen. Although I do feel like, you know, we got to fight that stigma because mental people deal with mental health disorders and issues more than once a month, clearly. But I just want to come on this podcast today and share with you guys about being more than enough. And outside of that, I actually want to um, share with you guys a little bit about where I'm at in motherhood right now. And so a little, a little bit about motherhood and mental health today. So like I was saying, May marks Mental Health Awareness Month. Theme this year is more than enough, more than enough. And Mental Health Awareness Month actually raises awareness about behavioral health, supporting those struggling with mental illness and breaking the stigma about talking about it across like this country and across this world. Um, You guys, have you ever been in a room with people and they just like keep referring to depression and anxiety as mental health? Listen, can we just, can we just steer away from like, I think people, well, you know what, maybe we don't need to steer clear from that. I think it's okay to say mental health is like an overarching thing because a lot of people don't know how much is underneath that umbrella. But do you ever feel, and, and the, you know, honestly, forgive me if I'm sounding like judgmental or whatever, but do you ever feel like when someone just says like, oh yeah, they're dealing with some mental health issues, it's like, wait, like what mental health issues are they dealing with? Like, should we name them? Should we know more about what people are dealing with? I don't know. That's just a random personal thought. (laughs) I just think like for me, I've only dealt with anxiety and depression and postpartum anxiety, depression, and rage. And, um, and obviously suicidal ideation, but you know, there's like so much more to it. There's like bipolar disorder and there's like, there's just a lot, there's absolutely a lot. And so, you know what, that whole umbrella of mental health is probably great. Okay. So on, um, the mental health awareness or, Um, one of their websites says that, I'm going to share with you guys a couple facts about this. Did you know that one in five U.S. adults experience mental illness each year? One in six U.S. youth aged six to 17 
experience a mental health disorder each year. 50% of all lifetime mental illness begins by age 14 and 75% by age 24. And then suicide is the second leading cause of death among people aged 10 to 14. (sighs) Honestly, reading those, those statistics are not new to me. It just doesn't make them any easier to hear because it makes us wonder, makes us question, at least in my mind, what is causing all of these mental health disorders? Is it the food we're eating? Is it the lack of sleep? Is it like, what is it? Is it the lack of support that people don't have maybe with specifically with motherhood and the postpartum period? I know a lot of moms don't have the support they need. Is it a lack of support in general for moms with their kids? And so then their kids suffer too. What is it that causes such a big mental health issue here in the U.S.? It's it's a question I've been wondering. Outside of that, I actually also wonder, are we lacking proximity, which I do believe we are, are we lacking proximity to the Father? Father meaning God. You guys, there, the Bible is so clear on how God wants us to be reconciled back to him, and with that, When we actually give our lives to Jesus, because God did send Jesus, his only son to die on the cross for us, for our sins, for our like emotions that we're feeling, for all the frustration, just for everything. When we give our life to Jesus, we actually can experience true freedom. For some, it's immediate. For others, it takes time. For me personally, I still don't think that I have fully experienced healing from depression and anxiety, but I can tell you what I am not as suicidal and depressed as I was even a year ago. And I've gone through a lot in the last eight months. And I would even say it's different just because I'm leaning into God's word and what his word says. So, so much of me also questions like, are we lacking, are we lacking proximity to Jesus? God, you guys, before I forget, we got to do the what's in your cup segment. So today I'm drinking a um, iced lavender honey, I believe it is, latte from a local coffee shop here where I live. And you guys, it's so good. A lavender honey latte is my go-to. I'm so singing stoked. Actually, I ordered it. I got it yesterday. My daughter and I were going to get groceries. I recognized it was way too late in the evening to drink said coffee. So I was like, I'm gonna pop it in the fridge. I took the ice out, pop it in the fridge. And then today I just poured it into my own little fun little cup and put it over ice. And you guys, so good. 12 out of 10 recommend doing that or asking the baristas if you can get your drink without ice. So that way you can have it for like the next day. That's just me. I don't like ice ruining my drinks, but also like, do I really need that much espresso? No. When you do order less ice in your drink, just know that you are getting more milk. So I don't know where you guys go get your coffee from, but just know you're like, can I get this with light ice? They have to still fill up your cup. So they're going to probably give you more milk, not more coffee. So just like be aware of that because there's like a standard for how much like caffeine or coffee has to go into each cup. I actually used to be a barista. So just know, just know that you're most likely going to be getting more milk. So just, yeah, unless you're making it yourself, you're probably gonna get more milk. Anyways, really good. Let's take two seconds and just take a little sip of our coffee. And in today's episode details, let me know what you're drinking. 
you can scroll down. You can choose like the little what's in your cup poll. Poll. You can choose whether or not you're drinking water, coffee, tea, or something else. Let me know. I know that everyone listens to podcasts at all different times of the day. So I understand if you're not drinking coffee and you're listening to this podcast at 8 p.m. Totally understandable. But yeah, you guys, that is what's in your cup for today. And let me know what is in your cup. Isn't that just so crazy though? to think about all those statistics you guys it's wild to me anyways moving on I really just wanted to be quick on this episode I know normally every episode is like 20 plus minutes and so I'm doing my best guys to bring them back down to 15 minute episodes 15 or 20 but I'm gonna let you guys know whether you're a mom whether you're a wife a daughter or you know a son even a husband that you are more than enough I know with Mother's Day just happening and Father's Day approaching that sometimes it's hard to feel like we're enough it's hard to feel like we're doing enough even like even as just like a working woman sometimes I feel like it's hard to feel like like did I do enough at work today like did I I clocked all my hours but like was I productive or at the stay-at-home mom like man like did I do enough today like the kids do they need more of my attention did I ignore them too much because I wanted to read a book or record a podcast or maybe I just needed a moment of silence so I just left them alone for five minutes and they were safely in their playpen or whatever but like am I enough it was what I'm doing enough am I enough for my spouse did we do x y and z enough and I, I know there's so many times for me that that question just rings in my head of like am I enough is what I'm doing enough and I just want to cut off any negativity and any lie that you're believing this week and today specifically and let you know that you are more than enough but outside of you God is more than enough so when we don't feel sufficient when we don't feel like we're capable or able able God is able God is able to do more and more abundantly he gives a gives us enough grace and enough sufficiency to do all the things that are set before us um actually in second corinthians 11 sorry second corinthians um 12 it talks about god's grace being sufficient um it talks about how good god is and actually my bible um, I'm reading, I read out of the Christian standard, standard version in 2 Corinthians verses or 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 says, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will most gladly boast all the more about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may reside in me. And I just think that's like such a beautiful verse, especially at least for me in these last couple of weeks and the last couple of months of like, I just don't feel enough. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm pretty enough. I don't feel like, you know, enough for my spouse, although he's never indicated that I am anything more than than more than enough. But we just get inside of our heads. And it's so sometimes sometimes our brains are full of just like murky water. You know, like there's some truths flirting in the mur- floating in that murky water, but we can't see clearly because the water is murky. And it's not until we go in and filter out that water. And just keep all the good in and put in some more good so it's clean water that we recognize like oh there's a lot of truths in here that i am loved that i am enough that my kids love me that i am worthy that god is that he loves me and then i'm a good good daughter and it's like it's crazy to me how often we let our brain and let the enemy 
Ida's lies. And I don't know about you guys, but when there's months like mental mental health awareness month, like May, I feel like I struggle just a tiny bit harder. And maybe it's because the focus is in, the focus is drawn in on mental health. And so I'm like, okay, I either gotta talk about it a lot or I gotta figure out, you know, and then I just find myself being like, all over the place. So I want to read with you guys um, in my Bible. There's a devotion in my Bible and there's a small part that says our insufficiency helps us press into Christ's sufficiency. Um, and this person in the Bible or this person in this devotional says, I have a friend who says it this way. Anything that causes us to depend on Christ is a good thing. When we lean on him, we will always, always, always find him strong enough to hold us up. So again, if you're not feeling like you're enough, you're feeling weak, you're feeling like you're lacking, God is strong enough to hold us up. And to me, I'm just like mind blown. And again, I know it's hard when you're in the trenches, specifically in motherhood, and you're in the trenches of postpartum depression, anxiety, like I have been there, I'm 11 months, almost 12 months postpartum. And I'm like, just now I feel like able to breathe just a slightly a slight bit better than before. And I'm like, I'm like, it's gonna be okay, God, like, it's gonna be okay. Thank you, God, for this day. Like, thank you, because I am enough. People see me. I am enough. I see me. I'm enough. My daughter loves me. I'm enough. God loves me. I'm enough. I did the dishes today. I'm enough. I woke up. I'm enough. I got out of bed. I'm enough. I got dressed. I'm enough. I brushed my teeth. I'm enough. Like I am more than enough. And I think so much with mental health, again, because it's mental, it's a battle of the mind. So people can't see it. They can't see it. So they don't know what's wrong. So you're at home crying your little booty off, your beautiful face. You're crying all of it off because of some a mental battle. So I know for me, and I know a lot of times it's way easier said than done, but I've heard it be preached this way. We got to quit our stinking thinking. And I first heard that and I was really frustrated and really angry by that because I was like, it's not my fault. I can't stop thinking this way. And although that may be true, I, I maybe the negative thoughts just come in, but what can I replace them with? So a thought comes in of like, Dolores, you're not enough. You're not even worthy. Your husband hates you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me clear out that murky water that's in my brain and bring it in some pure, clean, filtered or spring water and bring it in and whoa no no my husband loves me whoa no no I'm loved because God loves me he died he sent his only son Jesus on the cross to die for my sins he loves me whoa no no my daughter loves me look how she holds look how she holds me look how much she needs me no people care for me they love me God said I'm beautifully and wonderfully made I am adored I'm an adored daughter of Christ and I think reply replacing those negative thoughts with like five or six or 12 positive thoughts, at least for me, can turn it around. But you guys, it's not easy. So something I would recommend for you if you're struggling with feeling enough is one, get your little booty or big booty, big, big booty, get yourself in therapy. Okay. Um, there are so many resources out there. There are places that do like big group therapy that's for free. There's marital counseling that I know is for free. If you're a Christian or you're in ministry or you're a pastor, I know a lot of times places will like do therapy for you for free. Um, better help. It's not free. You have to pay for it. Um, they don't take insurance, but then there's Sondermind, um, that does take insurance. So, you know, you're not paying as much. There are places out there. There's counselors, there's places just get online and look and push yourself. Okay. Because for me, again, I've been dealing with mental health issues since I was seven and until I advocated for myself, cause my parents did not care until I advocated for myself and was like, enough is enough. I'm going to be better. 
is when things change and it's taken me forever. I'm still, I'm feel like I'm just now at the point where I'm like, no, I'm doing this for me. And I'm, I'm going to experience the freedom that God has for me, whether if I, I make it happen or not. Like I'm going to experience true freedom in this lifetime because I want to, because God is able to do it. And because I'm going to try my hardest, gosh, darn it. I'm going to try my hardest. I want to experience freedom. Um, I want to experience that. I want to experience the freedom for my own thoughts, but first that requires accountability. So get into therapy find an accountability partner, find someone, a friend, a mom, a, your brother, your sister, whoever you think is an encouragement to you, whoever you think is like a light in this world to you, ask them if they can just send you a text once a month with an encouragement, if they can check in on you. Okay. I actually, I was feeling really weird, feeling, feeling really low about myself, about where I'm at with like church life and just everything. And I reached out to someone and I was like, Hey, listen, can we get together once a month or weekly, like a monthly, like whatever, and just sit down because I just want to be able to talk about Jesus, read my Bible and have accountability in my life. And this person is older, old, old enough to be my mom. This person said yes so graciously, and I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that person's yes because I know it's going to bless my life because they are an encourager. They're reading their word, they're praying, and they are they're encouraging to me. So I did that, and I'm on top of that, I'm in therapy. And then last but not least, like focus your mind on good things. I know that everyone who listens to this podcast is not a Christian, and I'm aware of that, and that's okay. But if you can write out just some like happy good things on your mirror, on a note card, whatever, for wherever you will look at often, I recommend doing that. That is something when early on in therapy for me that a therapist recommended was taking sticky notes and just writing positive things. On the days that you're feeling the most positive, write down some little love letters to yourself and stick them on your mirror so you can see them and repeat them to yourself. It takes like what, like 20 to 40 days to create a new habit. And the habit is you get out of bed and tell yourself that you're lovely and that you're loved, like how great are you going to feel by next month if you spend an entire month telling yourself how lovely you are? I don't know. Like you're going to feel probably, if anything, you're going to feel confident, okay? But I believe in you guys. Again, mental health is very serious. It is not a joke. If you are struggling in any way with depression, anxiety, suicidal ideation, bipolar disorder, like any, there's so much more. If you're dealing with any of those things, please seek out help. Please talk to a friend. Tell them you need help, that you need therapy, and let them help you. The very, very, very first time I got into therapy was because a group of my friends were like, I was like, I think you go to therapy. And they were like, okay, great. And they were on it. They grabbed their phone. Actually, one of them made the appointment for me because I couldn't even do it myself. And so, again, I know not everybody has community like that. And sometimes you have to just be your own community. I don't have that kind of community right now, okay? But I did at some point. Sometimes you have to be your own advocate and get yourself the help that you need. But I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Joyful Grounds. And if you guys do not care, please like, share, subscribe, and follow and send this episode or another episode of your favorite of Joyful Grounds to a friend. Follow us over on Instagram at Joyful Grounds Podcast. And I will catch you guys not next week, but the week after because Joyful Grounds is now going to become a bi-weekly podcast. So I mentioned it over on social media and I just want to let you guys know that as well as mentioning it there that we are going to be becoming a bi-weekly podcast. Um, Joyful Grounds, 
we're just making some changes and it's just again it's mental health awareness month and for my mental health i need to be doing less in this season of life and doing less means doing more for my mental health so doing less physically means a couple less podcasts a month but you know you guys will still get to hear me monthly and we'll still get to have our monthly guests on it's gonna be a good time but no but just know that starting not next week but the week after so the last week in may that's when we'll start the bi-weekly podcast. So I love you guys. You take care of yourself and I cannot wait to chat with you guys next time.